ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James, along with Michael Swede from uh, the beautiful nation of Sweden, which is still primarily white. <laughs> and uh, so is America still primarily white. But I'm afraid Britain is really going down the tubes. Uh, Islam is taking over that country. And uh, uh, I hate to call him King Charlie, <laughs> but Bonnie Prince Charlie has, uh, he's a Freemason and has totally sold out to the Rothschilds. And of course, it's the Rothschilds who are responsible for the Islamization, Muslimization, however you want to put it, of Britain. And uh, of course, much of Europe is following suit by allowing the invasion of Islamic uh, fundamentalists and invaders uh, ruining uh, the European nation states. Uh, we don't have that much of that going on here in America, although I heard that Minnesota, the, the city of Minneapolis, is now totally run by Islamic fundamentalists. So it's starting here in America as well. We're going to have to put an end to that. All right, so good morning, Michael. How are you doing? Good morning, Eli. I'm doing yeah. very good here, as you said. Very beautiful Sweden now. It's it's a blue sky, just no cloud. It has a very blue, nice sky, and uh, and this and the spring um, sun is warming. So if you're out, you feel the warm on your skin. Yeah. So that is something a blessing from Yahweh that He gives this beautiful weather. Amen. Make sure you get a nice deep tan. <laughs> vitamin D is good for natural vitamin D. You can only get from sunshine. Okay. So, all right, very good. So let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, we're going to be doing a TikTok part three, but it's been a while ago that, that we did part two. So I want to do a brief recap of part two. Unfortunately, we don't have a link we can share with the listening audience. But I just want to go into uh, certain patches where he talks about plagues and sorcery uh, are other very real possible. He talks about war, how uh, there's going to be a war within Israel. And of course, we are Israel. Our nations, the white Caucasian nations, are the true Israel nations, not that Jewish state that I prefer to call Kyrgyzstan. I don't want to call it Israel because they're not Israelites. They're phonies. They're they're uh, the Antichrist. They're the beast. They're the last beast of Mystery Babylon run by the international cartel of Jewish bakers. And uh, Kyrgyzstan is just one of their operations. It's, it's, it's there to fool white Christians into believing that they are Israel and that they must follow the, the, the exploits of the Jewish cartel, okay? And the primarily, the deceived ones of our people are the Christian Zionists and the Hebrew Roots people who also believe that the Jews are Israel, okay? And our people need to be alerted to the fact that this is false teaching and this is teaching of the Antichrist. But in uh, part two of TikTok, uh, Danny says, plagues and sorcery are the other very real possibilities for the angels triggered by verses 20 and 21. And he's talking about uh, Revelation 9 of the same passage of Scripture. Verse 20 talks about men being killed by plagues. And verse 21 mentions sorcery as one of the great sins causing our great woes. Okay, And that's repeated in Revelation 18, 23. 
Maybe we'll get to, to that later today. So he quotes Revelation 9.20. And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, the obvious effect of bad medicine, Jewish medicine, in the Greek, a stoke by implication, a wound, or maybe it's a typo here, maybe it means stroke, a calamity, yet repented not. Verse 21, neither repented they of their murders nor of their sorceries, the word sorceries is from the exact same words you use for pharmaceuticals, uh, GK, pharmakia. All right. So if you don't know that these sorceries and the average Judeo Christian has no idea that pharmakia is being invoked by both the book of Ezekiel and the book of Revelation with regard to these end times catastrophes that we are living through and it's part of the war. It's part of the war of the Rothschilds versus the white race, especially white Christianity. And uh, let me just ask you here right now, Michael, isn't it obvious that that's the case? Yeah, that is very obvious. Yeah, but our people simply don't know it. And because uh, we are living in the age of Laodicea, the lukewarm church, the lukewarm congregation of Judeo-Christianity who are waiting to be raptured and they're all happy, happy, joy, joy. We believe in Jesus and we'll be saved because we believe in Jesus. Talk about delusion. <laughs> Talk about yeah. delusion. Can I have you know, some comments here from here? Same here since Sweden. The only thing they could say the sinner's prayer and then everything is good. They don't need to do anything. Oh, and then they could... Uh, tell much about the sinners' prayers, and they don't even have read the feel yeah. like not not even read the old the Old Testament, the laws, and everything. They know that we are here to be the instrument to, to um, instigate His law. That's what we are here for. We cannot wait. We have to instigate His law. That is what we are here for to yes. represent that. But yeah, yeah. Um, they are just as I said, happy uh, kumbanja. <laughs> um, Christians that believe that uh, oh everything is so good and blah blah blah, but they haven't really read about this lukewarm church, about this narrow road that leads us to salvation right. compared to the Broadway that leads to damnation. And those that goes the Broadway are the one the Judeo Christians that are worshiping um, it's a lie all the time. Amen. They have, they will make. Uh, Yahshua Messiah, very angry when he comes back and that they have praised his enemy that killed him. Over to you. Right. It reminds me of that song, On Broadway, right, in New York City. <laughs> That's the headquarters of the international Jew, even more so than London these days because the, well, the United Nations is located in New York City as well. So the international headquarters of the perfidious Jew is New York City, no doubt about it, folks. And uh, you, you've worshipped that United Nations symbol, which stands for peace, but it's a pseudo-peace. There has not been a moment's peace since the United Nations organization was created right after World War II, folks. It's been constant war, and that's what uh, TikTok Part 2 is about, the constant war that uh, the international Jew has inflicted on the world. Okay, so let me continue here. Next paragraph. 
Any person living today and not totally lost in the pseudo-media or Netflix who has eyes to see cannot help but understand a real plague has been intentionally released upon our world in the form of vaccines, the sorcery. The plague is the deleterious effect of the vaccine, not COVID. Well, COVID is a hoax. So they created this hoax in order to get you to take the vaccine. The cause is the vaccine itself, which is, of course, the sorcery. Literally, hundreds of articles, essays, videos by doctors, lawsuits by universities, scientists, even countries have responded to the corruption and harmful effects of the COVID vaccines. All right, so following this line of reasoning, we can now see how the four angels bringing about the second great woe could be the four companies producing the sorcery or perhaps the vaccines themselves. Uh, like chanting witches huddled around a boiling cauldron and spewing their conspiratorial spells, Moderna, Pfizer slash BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca produced pharmaceuticals that is sorcery designed to depopulate mankind. And of course, we, the Caucasian people, are the primary target. But it's a scattershot approach. You know, you got a shotgun or a blunderbuss that has very poor aim. But you know, you aim at the Israelite, the Christian Israelite in the middle, you may kill a hundred other white people who are not part of our remnant, because we are the remnant, folks. And they don't care how many other people they kill. And even some Jews are going to get get part of that blast. The, the, what do you call it? The uh, uh, Oh, what's the military term? Collateral damage. So they're willing to have thousands of people die as collateral damage just to get us, Michael. Is that not the case? So isn't it, we are the target. Yeah, the the one that's preaching the um, the gospel that Jesus Christ also praised, or Yeshua Messiah, that he did because he showed it in his action. Amen. He didn't love everybody. He didn't. No. He didn't help the Canaanite woman when she came up to him. He just ignored her until his um, disciple. Yeah. Said, totally. hey, uh, so I mean, he didn't help the Canaanite, but but, but when she recognized her place, right. then he acted. Amen. Amen. That's a covenant message, which is preached by Christian identity almost exclusively. I don't think there's any denomination of Judeo-Christianity that teaches the covenant message. They all preach the, the kumbaya, uh, all races are the same, and let's love one another, and everything will turn out fine. How is that working out, Michael? <laughs> How is that working out? It's very, it's um, to see that... Uh, when you look in Europe during the First and Second World War, then maybe there was some men in, the, in, in Europe. But now, they come on, they're secular. They only care about themselves and their money. It is egocentric. Right. It's disgusting e- what they have become. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, along the lines of what I just quoted from uh, Danny's article, I want to bring up Ezekiel chapter 8 because in the next article, uh, TikTok 3, which we're going to discuss today, uh, he re- he references Ezekiel also. So let I'm going to just quote a few passages from Ezekiel 8. Abominations in the temple, because what's happening today is a repeat of what happened in Ezekiel 8 and 9. The, we, the Israel people, are angering Yahweh by not obeying his laws, by worshiping idols, and the chief idol today is money. 
okay? There are a few Israelites who actually worship pagan gods and goddesses, but uh, obviously our people, the Christians, don't worship pagan gods and goddesses. However, they worship the false Christ, the, the Jew. They worship the international Jew, falsely assuming that they're the Israel of Yahweh, which they are not. They're imposters. Ezekiel 8.1 And it came to pass in the sixth year and the sixth month and the fifth, why not the sixth day, <laughs> the fifth day of the month? There would have been a neat 666 there, but he uses the fifth day. Let me start over. And it came to pass in the sixth year and the sixth month in the fifth day of the month, as I sat in mine house and the elders of Judah sat before me, that the, that the hand of Yahweh Elohim fell there upon me. Then I beheld, and lo, a likeness as the appearance of fire, from the appearance of his loins, even downward fire, and from his loins, even upward, as the appearance of brightness, as the color of amber. And he put forth the form of an hand, and took me by a lock of mine head, <laughs> grabbed me by the, by the hair of my head, and the Spirit lifted me up between the earth and the heaven, and brought me in the visions of God to Jerusalem, to the door of the inner gate that looketh toward the north, where was the seat of the image of jealousy, which provoketh to jealousy. And behold, the glory of Elohim of Israel was there according to the vision that I saw in the plan. Then said he unto me, Son of man, lift up thine eyes now the way toward the north. So I lifted mine eyes toward the north. Behold, northward at the gate of the altar. Well, I have to scroll down here. This image of jealousy in the entry, he said, Furthermore to me, son of man, seest thou what they do? He's talking about the Israelites of Judah here. Even the great abominations that the house of Israel committeth here, that I should go far off from my sanctuary, but turn thee yet again, and thou shalt see greater abominations. Okay? We are... Our history as Israel and Judah is being repeated in our people even today. So, Michael, pick it up with chapter 9, please. Thank you very much. Okay. So, this is Ezekiel 9, um, 1 until 11. And he called out in my hearing with a loud voice saying, Let the punishers of the city draw near each with his weapon of destruction in his hand. And look, six men came from the direction of the upper gate, um, which faces north, each with his battle axe in his hand, and one man in their midst was clothed with linen and had a writer's inkhorn at his side. And they came in, and stood beside the bronze slaughter place. And the esteem of the Elohim of Israel went up from the cherub, where it had been, to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, who had the writer's inkhorn at his side. And Yahweh said to him, Pass on into the midst of the city, into the midst of Jerusalem, and you shall put a mark on the foreheads of the men 
who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. Okay, so oh. this, this yeah, well, go ahead. You were getting ready to say something. Yeah, so this is then the mark on the forehead that God, Yahweh God, gives on the people. Right. And that's what we're struggling for now. Yeah, and what separates, what distinguishes the faithful Judahites of the city of Jerusalem? Of course, we are Jerusalem. We, the true Israelites of the world, are Jerusalem, figuratively speaking. You know, we don't, in fact, Yahshua placed a curse on the literal city of Jerusalem when he, when he walked the earth. And he said, until the day comes when this city shall uh, uh, recognize me as Messiah, this curse still applies. And it still applies because the Jews are never going to recognize Jesus as Messiah. No way. So what we see here is that the abominations that were then obtaining in the literal city of Jerusalem in those days have obtained today with, among us. And that we need to uh, have our foreheads sealed before the judgment day, before Yahweh's last and final judgment. So please read that verse again. It's extremely important. Um, yes. So Ezekiel 9, 4. And Yahweh said to him, Pass on into the midst of the city, into the midst of Jerusalem, and you shall put a mark on the foreheads of the men who sigh and cry over all the abominations that are done within it. Okay, so the righteous Israelites are the ones who get the seal of protection. Very important, because Yahweh's angel of death is going to come through Jerusalem and smite all of the unfaithful Israelites in the city of Jerusalem, Folks, history is getting ready to repeat itself. You better get ready. You better get right with Yahweh. Please continue. Yes, so Ezekiel 5 and, and onward. And to the others, he said in my hearing, quote, Pass on into the city after him and strike. Do not let your eye pardon nor spare. Kill to destruction old young men, maidens and children and women, but do not come near anyone upon whom is the mark and begin at my set-apart place. End of quote. Amen. So okay. they began with the elders who were in front of the house. And he said to them, defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go out. And they went out and struck in the city. And as they were striking them, it came to be that I alone was left. Oh. And I fell on my face and cried out and said, Ah, Master Yahweh, you are destroying all the remnant of Israel in pouring out your wrath on Jerusalem. Yeah, those idol worshippers of the house of Judah. Okay, that's going to happen again. It's getting re it already is happening, as Dan Brother Danny pointed out in TikTok Part Two. It is the mark of the beast, COVID, the, the the jab. Our people are being judged by Yahweh because they have not sealed their foreheads with the 
seal of truth, the truth of Holy Scripture. Back to you. Yes. Um, and he said to me, the crookedness of the house of Israel and Yehuda is exceedingly great, and the land is filled with bloodshed, and the city filled with that which is warped. For they say, Yahweh has forsaken the land, and Yahweh is not seeing. But as for me, my eye shall not pardon, nor would I spare. I shall recompense their deeds on their own head. And see, the man clothed with linen, who had the inkhorn at his side, reported back and said, I have done as you commanded me. Okay, so who's the guy with the, he's the scribe, you know, he's the prophet of Yahweh. And, and so, of course, Ezekiel is represented by that scribe, but so is John in the book of Revelation. So let's quickly turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 7. I'm just going to read a few verses here. The 144,000 of Israel sealed, okay? This is the the repeated process that we just talked about in Ezekiel, Revelation 7.1. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Verse 3, very important now, corresponds directly to Ezekiel 9.4. Saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our Elohim in their foreheads. Verse 4. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Okay, so if you have not, your forehead has not been sealed, according to Revelation 7.3, you're in big trouble. You're going to be rounded up with the tares because you refuse to obey Yahweh's laws. Okay, Michael, makes sense? Yeah, because that is what always it teach is both the New Testament and the Old Testament is to obey his law, and that is how we know him. It is by obeying the law. Otherwise, Amen. we are deceiving ourselves and are double-minded and think that the law is done away with. No, it's not. They are still yeah. valid. So stop eating that pork. Stop yeah, eating the right. elephant. Stop yes. eating food that will... Kill your temple. Start obeying him. Show that you love him, not with your lip service. Stop taking the jab, which is the mark of the beast. Right? Our people are being killed willingly. We're accepting the jab. Uh, Haven't you paid attention to prophecy? You call yourself a Christian, and you have no conception of what all these prophecies mean? You allow yourself to be manipulated by the Antichrist and you're glad of it. You're willing to die for the Antichrist, don't you know? What a sad state of affairs. 
Christian Israel. What a sad state of affairs. All right, Michael, without further ado, unless you have a comment, let's go to TikTok Part 3. Yes, very good. And this article is written by Danny in Missouri. And uh, I will also give his email address because he he would like us, if he have comments, if we have comments to him, please write to him and just write to him and thank him for the wonderful work he's doing. So his email address is um, Dan Elin M.O. at Proton.me. Dan Elin M.O. at Proton.me. Okay, I'm not sure what the Dan, what's the, spell that out, spell the first part of that uh, all out, please. D A N E L E N M O. M O, okay. All right. At Proton.me, correct? Yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah, so uh, please uh, write to Danny. And he would be happy to answer your questions. All right. So, a voice in the wilderness named Danny. <laughs> March 19th, 2023. Tick tock, tick tock. The time is ticking away. Time is getting short, folks. Let's go. All right. Go ahead, so, Michael. Yes. Three. The little book uh, continued. A brief interlude. It was October 1957. Wednesday night service at our church dismissed and a family of our friends decided to join us at um, Otto's in Odessa, Texas for ice cream. Otto's was but a short distance from our house and the family came over to our house and visited for a bit before going home. Okay, I think Otto's... I think Otto's here is a restaurant. I'm not sure, or maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a friend's house. But Otto's in Odessa, Texas. Uh, back to you. Yeah. So, as a child, I quickly realized that um, somber atmosphere was about more than our family moving away and losing closenessness with friends. Russia had just launched Sputnik. My family and um, their friends were talking about the event, and in those days, that was an unheard of accomplishment. They spoke of the scriptures uh, mentioning signs in the heavens and viewed this as a possible uh, heralding of lost days. They, as generations and generations before them, hoped to see the return of Jesus to the earth. Even in the time shortly after Jesus left, his disciples um, expected to see him return. That is called the doctrine of um, Imense. I cannot really pronounce it. Okay, uh, let me uh, take a quick look at it here. Uh, What's the word again? I I was typing something in the chat room. The doctrine of Imense. To, uh, oh, uh, oh, imminency. Yeah, that is uh, that. Yeah, that is going. It's coming right away. Okay. Uh-huh. That is, uh, the return will happen in 1957. <laughs> right. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen yet. Okay. Back to you. So, 
the conversation further evolved to discussions of further prof- prophetic writings. These things always uh, intrigued me, and I listened, seen but not heard, as was the uh, norm in those days. By 1957, the teachings that there would be a personal antichrist, a one-world government, one-world religion, and a one-world currency was well ensconced in churchdom and accepted as truth. Today, that very case is proving to be true. But they don't speak about that in church today. We are the one warning about one-world government, one-world religion, and one-world currency. The church is bought out. Um, Today, we are living it. We are seeing it happen. This week, uh, it was made known that the Illuminati held its very first international meeting in India. Um, Henceforth, it was uh, regional and primarily divided between three uh, continents, Europe, Asia and North America. It is beginning uh, being reported that an announcement made at the meeting declared 2023 to be the first year of the New World Order, NVO. Well, yeah, this is very interesting because this is exactly the division of the world described by George Orwell in his book 1984, that there would be three world powers and he uh, enumerated just exactly as at this Illuminati meeting, and that they would stage wars among themselves in order to manipulate their own populations. So as we know in Christian identity, all wars are bankers' wars, and all the wars that uh, are, all these bankers are in fact Jews. Okay, so these are Jewish bankers' wars. And they're being staged to keep us all on edge, to keep us scared, to uh, make us, how should I put it, uh, you know, nationalists in the very narrow sense of the term, that whoever happens to be in power, we obey whoever happens to be in power, rather than, for here, here in America, rather than the U.S. Constitution, right, and our Lord and Savior, Yahshua Messiah, because America was founded as a Christian nation, not as a... Uh, it was a Christian republic, not as a secular kingdom, all right? So because we have lost our Christian roots, true Christian roots, we are suffering today. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And we have to rediscover our Christian roots and get back to Revelation twelve seventeen. Those who have the faith, uh, who obey the commandments of Yahweh and have the faith, of Yahshua Messiah. Back to you. Yes, and you have a footnote here on the, the NVO that is said. Okay. This is interesting because if it is indeed the first year of the final B system, uh, the eighth, even one of seven meaning part and parcel of the seven, and that system is to continue 42 months, then it would end in 2027. 2027 is, of course, the 120 jubilee. It is the 6,000th year. It is the final jubilee. More on okay. that later. All right. Very good. So, in conjunction with the announcement that the world will, this year, uh, 
came under uh, one world digital currency, Americans should recognize something. The banking um, uh, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Is, isn't that a Swedish word? <laughs> uh, no. Kerfuffle. <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 uh, what? The, the, the banking miasma. There's a good word. <laughs> Craziness. Right. Stupidity. All kinds of different words for what's going on in the banking world today. It's all confusion. That's what the word babble means. Babylon, confusion. Please continue. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all of the so-called stupidity uh, in aptitude and disregarded for the Constitution is nothing more than the uh, magicians saying, look over here, why they are going right along with the annual plans they embrace. And that is something also that we see, that they have increased their their what to say this their disinformation and their divergence uh, uh, operations against us right to get our attention on other stuff that is not not yes. so meaningful but ukraine and also the banking and, and everything they try to do diversion this is just the military from art of war they are right. they are practicing art of war against us yeah it's also the magician's trick most so-called magic you know, the kind of the kind of magic you see on the stage is is designed to distract you. Uh, you know, he has some kind of object in his hand, and, and it, while he's got that, he reaches into his sleeve and pulls out a dove, right? And the dove flies away or walks away because most doves can't fly where pigeons don't fly too well. But it's all diversionary tactics. And so people are, you know, amazed by these diversionary tactics, not realizing it's all a mirage. It's all a game. And it... But they take it seriously. So they are in awe of these magicians who are diverting our attention away from reality, which should never stray from Yahweh's law and his son, Jesus Christ, Yahshua Messiah. Please continue. Thank you. So the new government about to take place over the entire globe is communism. Yes, and nothing else. Nothing mm -hmm. else is international. Amen. So bl blaming it on what you say, not seeing what I hear in those alternative uh, oh. channels. Come on, they are yeah. diluted. Oh yeah, and, and all, all yeah, and all those right wing Nazis in Ukraine that's run by a, a hundred percent Jewish government, Jewish banker government. No, there are no Nazis in Ukraine. They are Jews with wearing swastika armbands. That's all they are. Come on, folks. You can't, you can't take Jewish media seriously. You simply cannot. I'm sorry, but it's laughable. All right. Yeah, and that was something I just have a little. Uh, that's something I said, and um, I had a, a Swedish um, recording me and Fritjof and another one, uh -huh. um, and there we discussed this. And I said this that the, the what's happening in Ukraine with Oslo's battalion, all this. This is this is a Mossad operations. They're Amen. Jews, dude. That's right. It's all a distraction because what yeah. they're really trying to do is uh, annihilate the white race. That's what the, that's yeah. what this is all about. It has nothing to do with any con you know. Obviously, there is a conflict between Russia and Ukraine, but even Putin has been manipulated into this, and you know he's he's playing he's burning. Uh, what's the proper expression? Not burning the candle at both ends. Maybe that is a, a good expression. 
So he has to play ball with the international bankers to some extent, but he's also uh, participating in the BRICS movement, which is creating a currency in opposition to the banker's currency, which has always been since the uh, uh, the agreement after World War II to make the Federal Reserve note the international currency. Well, that's collapsing. And they're coming out with the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, which is due to come to America this July. Okay? So, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull all the FRNs out of circulation. Uh, There's just just too many of them, and most of our people will reject CBDCs. So it's not going to go as smoothly as they hope, okay? But I think Danny is correct that they they announced that uh, they're going to start doing this in 2023, and we're in the midst of this switchover from the Federal Reserve note to CBDC. Let's see how it works, folks. (laughs) This is going to be very interesting and exciting. Maybe your heart won't be able to take it. All right, please continue. Yeah, and another comment also to this discussion we had last Friday. We got an an, uh, an troll that jumped in, and he was like impersonated Satan, having a little first little girl's voice and laughing, and then turned out to be like a satanic laugh at us. Well, it was kind of funny that, yeah, when they are harassing us, then we know we are above the target. Yes. Okay, so, it is the chosen form of government of the Khazarian Mafia, i.e. Jews. Um, Their economic system is socialism. Their religion is anything but Christianity. As long as it is anti-Christ, it is fine with uh, dandy. Anybody but Jesus. Right. In Abu uh, Dhabi, a structure has been erected called the Abrahamic Family House. Ah. It has been embraced as a beacon of peace by the help of Catholicism, Islam and Judaism in a ceremonial uh, skit with two young boys and a young girl performing. Many um, suppose this to be the likeness of the Madonna and the um, father, the older boy, and the son, the younger, symbolizing the Babylonian trinity and sun god worship. There you go. Or is it Madonna, the rock and roll singer? (laughs) Maybe I'm giving her too much credit. (laughs) All right. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, the Babylonian deity is uh, Semiramis and her son, who grew up to be her lover. Okay, this is the kind of thing that's going on today. This is Babylonian, uh, you know, uh, idol worship. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yes, and a little question I want to see Kassarian Mafia again, because what is happening is in Ukraine, and if it's connecting that with what's happening in Itzolai, with all those, they say, uprising, is it that they try to get the Jewish people in it's a lie up to Ukraine because they want to lean, leave. Is um, it's a lie? What I understand, but I don't know if that could be true. That's what they've been saying. Yeah, and even Netanyahu even admitted that the real Jewish homeland is Ukraine, <laughs> and they're exterminating all the white people in Ukraine as we speak under the guise of war. Okay, it's it's just like the American Civil War was really run by the Rothschilds for the purpose of exterminating 600,000 of our white soldiers. That was the only purpose of the American Civil War. 
Okay. All wars are Jewish bankers' wars, folks, in the modern era. That's what they all are since 1815. All right, please continue. And is it also that the this this the Jews still hate the south southern guys because of what they oh, yeah. they resisted um, during this? Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. so, but they still practicing God's law, and I guess uh, right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, I mean, that's I'm why bad. they're that's why they're having Antifa and Black Lives Matter tear down all the statues of the southern heroes, right? So. Uh, you know, of course, they've been they've already dismantled the North, <laughs> replacing our heroes with Martin Luther King Jr., right? And naming all the streets in the North and the South, major boulevards of all our cities after Martin Luther King Jr., who was nothing but one of their puppets. That's all he ever was. And when they were done with him, they had him assassinated to, yeah. to, to make him a martyr. Yeah, they... Uh, it, it, it's true in the record business as well, which is also run by Jews. The, the one J- Jewish executive said to one rock star, you're worth more to us dead than alive. <laughs> okay, why? Well, because when they martyr or assassinate a very famous rock star, the interest in that person elevates to 10 times normal, right? And then they ha- they already have the the three-volume set of that rock star's albums ready for sale. Then they assassinate that person, and they make more money off the death of that singer, songwriter, rock star than they do while that person was alive. That's how the music business is run, folks. Back to you. Yeah, truly satanic. Yes. Um, In any case... As stated above, we know the chosen form of government for the one-worlders, specifically the Khazari Mafia, um, to be communism, their economic system, socialism, and their new world religion, anything but Christianity, including atheism. Christianity will be forbidden, and under the Noahide law, one of those laws says um, anyone saying Jesus is God will be convict, um, convicted of blasphemy. Blasphemy. Uh, the subscribed penalty for blasphemy under the code is death by beheading. So there you have it. Yes. A government created by man, six, and a religion created by man, six, and an economic system created by man, six. All yes. designed to take a throne that can never be theirs. This writing is, of course, being written in order to get people to see where we are in God's great timeline. It is meant to show what the Bible truly says. The author's uh, studies have revealed several things which are not thought, thought, taught by churches. In fact, Several preachers have tried to discourage me from writing about uh, Revelation. Really? They, wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, we know that the Judeo churches do not want to talk about the book of Revelation because it's so obvious that the book is written to Israel and the Jews don't fit any description of the people in the book of Revelation, but they are, in fact, the Antichrist, the enemy of Israel in the book of Revelation. So 
the, the, and of course, as we said earlier, we are living in the age of uh, Laodicea, the lukewarm church. And so they are lukewarm about every book in the Bible, just about the whole Bible to them is nothing but lukewarm uh, coffee with milk toast or maybe cold pancakes, right, <laughs> with wow. sugary syrup. That's yeah. that's what passes as religion today. Back, back to you. Oh, my, yeah. my goodness. No, no hotness in that. No. Um, so, they are the enemies of Jesus, not men seeking to know the truth, nor unveil his office of Christ as king. The entirety of Revelation is about that one thing. And Amen. I just want to say... The Jews are mentioned in Revelation in what I know, maybe two times, and that is Revelations 2 9 and 3 9. There you go. And then, yeah. Yes. And not in a good light. <laughs> uh, no, that's yeah. not good. They're called the synagogue of Satan in those two verses. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. There is no rapture. Oh, we have been preaching that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no hope for voting in the right man. And there is no salvation to be accomplished by the sword. Not this time. The book clearly shows the enemy will form all appearances, succeed in taking over every government on earth. It is during the sixth trump when John begins to talk about the two witnesses. Recognizing who they are tell us clearly the witnesses um, be dead in the street, silence it, for a period of 42 months. Very good. Uh, we have shown year 27 AD uh, to be the year of the anointing of Jesus. And most likely this the same year he spoke in the temple and declared that year uh, to, to be the jubilee. That very week um, began the seventh week of Daniel. And according to what we see as the biblical timeline, the 4,000 year from Adam's placement in the Garden of Eden, the Messiah was cut off, killed right in the, in the middle of that week on Wednesday, not Friday. Um, 2,000 years from that date, 27 AD, bring us to 2027 AD. From where I sit today, that seems like a long, long way off. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, um, Klassen is right. Even better, we can hope the sign of uh, Virgo in 2017 and that its accepted meaning of the return uh, being in 2024 is even better, better yet. Lord, how about today? Okay, so he's referring to Revelation 12, verse 1. Actually, let me go there and quote it because it is an important uh, verse. It is uh, what's called a, um, uh, a harbinger. It's a premonition of things to come. So Revelation 12, 1, and it reads, And there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, traveling in birth, and pain to be delivered. Now, this is a really good example of dual fulfillment, 
because it actually harkens back to Mary and the birthing of Yahshua Messiah uh, way back around uh, 2 BC, according to my reckoning. And but it's also talking about the the rebirth of Israel in these latter days. At least the remnant, the remnant. Uh, uh, being birthed here right now in these hard times. We're in great travail. Are we in great travail right now, Michael? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really great travail, and it, I guess it will get worse. So. Yeah, yeah, it's getting ready to get worse, yes. You know, unless we wait. But it's a process that's necessary to wake up those Israelites who are on the cusp <laughs> on the sitting on the fence, uh, which way to go? Should I continue with the new world order, or should I dump the new world order, mystery Babylon, and go with Yahshua Messiah? Okay, there are a lot of people sitting on the fence, and you better make the right decision which way to go. So that was uh, that vision was fulfilled i think it was september 23rd 2017 when those signs all appeared in the sky in the sign of virgo which is the sign of the virgin okay so nothing major happened on that date but like i said it's a harbinger of things to come get ready because the birth the birth of new israel that is the Bride of Christ. I think this is a prophecy of the Bride of Christ coming to be ready for the wedding feast of the Lamb. So, I mean, all the signs are there. The, the tribulate. We are in the Great Tribulation. This is the Battle of Armageddon. All these signs are coming together in our lifetime, right here, right now. Get ready, folks. Back to you, Michael. So, if you use the metaphor, if we yes. ask you... Uh, uh, a white woman as as um, as having white children, she will testify that that is very painful, and right. this is also like this borning of the new Israel. It is a pain because the woman is about to born uh, to get get birth, but it's a painful process. That's right. Boy, is this a painful process, <laughs> right? There is no it is. understating it. No understating it. Okay. Okay, let's continue. So, yes. he is already my king of choice, and all we have left for revelations to be completely and fully finished is to see him crowned at his very own wedding. The kingdom yeah. will be his gift from the Father. Until that day, we must preserve and obey his instructions. Occupy till I come. This word does not mean, as many suppose, um, to do war and conquer. It means to maintain our um, uh, comportment as a discipline and do what is necessary to function in a world that is not our home. It means to engage in the daily routines of our life. Look it up. Yeah, this is uh, this. Uh, we need to occupy until he comes. And that is uh, that's his... Uh, uh, we cannot lose ground to those evil, evil people. But as you said, vengeance is mine, as Yahweh say. He is the one of the recompenses, right. not we ourselves. Yeah. But we should also we should also need to be his um, his instrument for the law. Amen. Well, as long as because Deuteronomy twenty eight is very clear 
that as long as we Israelites obey his laws, he will protect us. He will Amen. destroy he will destroy our enemies for us. We don't you know, but we do have to be prepared because uh, even Yahshua told his two disciples, "Sell your cloak and buy a sword because you may have to fight." And if you are caught unprepared, then uh, too bad for you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, because you know, we're supposed to be righteous, but even as Paul admits, none of us are totally righteous. We're all still sinners. And the, the bad habits, let's say you got a smoking habit or a sugar habit, that's going to kill your body. To, eating all this sugar, which is a poison, is going to kill your body. Or some of us are still eating pork, right? Or doing drugs. These things will bite you in the butt. And you will have to you pay for that, okay? Hopefully, it's not too painful when you pay for that, and you may still get into the kingdom, you know, even doing these minor sins. But you have to resign yourself to the fact that you must be as pure white. That's what the virgin mean, pure white, when you in order to enter into the kingdom, okay? That is repenting of your sins as much as you possibly can. All right. So please continue. Yes, thank you. So let us ask the question, David. A former great king and type of Jesus himself asked, quote, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord. And against his anointed saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. Oh, the Bible is speaking about the conspiracy, isn't it? Right, that's right. (laughs) There's no conspiracies, Michael. Haven't you been told that on the nightly news? Hasn't the CIA told you there's no such thing as conspiracies? (laughs) Yeah. Zuckerman, right? Gates, there's no conspiracies, okay? If you believe that, you are a fool. Sorry. Yeah, and the CIA themselves invented (laughs) the word conspiracy theorist for everybody that's actually something that's obvious. That's right, okay. Um, So, now, George Soros, Klaus Schwab, Rothschild, Mitch uh, McConnell, Nancy Pelosi... Lindsay Graham and all of yours <laughs> who fancied yourself as Luciferians. Right. Here is an announcement for you. Very good. You lose. You lose, right. Do you see how you only have hold by the tips of your fingers? Can you feel it slipping away even before you have a good grip? You will be given your way for but a moment. And then just look at what the true king says to you. Um, Quote, he that sitteth in the heaven shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in uh, derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree the Lord has said unto me. 
Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a pottery vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Uh, mix it with amusement and disdain. One can almost hear the laugh. Yeah, Jao is laughing at their, their, their try to rule the world. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, they're laughing at us, but Yahweh is laughing at them. Yeah, but, and I yeah, think our yeah. dad is bigger than theirs. Yeah, that's right. Uh, believer, the son is your king. Daily um, rise gi- giving him praise, glory and honor. Put on the whole armor of God. Steal yourself as we prepare to go through the fire. Yes, we <laughs> right. will. While the story of Daniel is most often admired for its obviously accurate prophecies, it should also be seen as a story of great hope uh, to three men best known for their Chaldean names, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and uh, Abednego, never abandoned the character represented by their Hebrew names. And Hananiah, grace and mercy and gift of the Lord, Mishael, sort of God, and um, Asariah, he who the Lord hears. Bible names are adjectives and are intended to denote the character of the bearer. True uh, to character, these men undoubtedly bore the name of God upon their foreheads. That is what will see us through the days ahead. The seal uh, of our God upon our foreheads. It will not be the might of arms, the uh, precautions we have made, nor the wisdom of uh, prowess of our mind, which will save us. It will be only Jesus, Yeshua Messiah, and what he has done to purchase us and make us his own. Okay, and here I just want to quickly interject uh, the uh, Revelation 7.3 and uh, Ezekiel 8.4, the, the sealing of the foreheads of the faithful. That's why those verses are so important. Okay, back to you. Yeah, and I can also say that he said... Um, that nobody is able to pluck them out of my hand, said right. Yahweh. And yes. he also said two times in two verses, touch not my anointed one, do my prophets no harm. Amen. So we really have nothing to fear. Um, as true Christians, our focus, our prayer, our desire 
our goal and our determination should be and will be if you have fully given yourself to him to live our lives in a way that will exemplify our king. We need to be about laying out the red carpet. I speak as a man and prepare the way of the Lord. Now back to work. Flick the page. Okay, is that the red carpet in Hollywood <laughs> when they give out the Oscars? <laughs> okay, not. yeah. And, yeah. And do you want to read on a bit? Okay, uh, where did you leave off? I was looking uh, up. A... Little book continued, page twenty-two. A little book continued. Okay, so all right. Part two in this series discussed Isaiah twenty-nine and revealed the subject matter of the chapter to be exactly what is discussed in the fifth trump. It also spoke of the little book mentioned in Revelation 10.2. We need to stress the importance of understanding this book as one in, and the same as the book of the law. Hopefully by now the reader has begun to realize the entirety of the book of Revelation details things that come upon Israel because of their disobedience. Yes, and we have been stressing that fact on today's show. Because all of these things are Yahweh's judgment upon his people Israel, even though it seems like it's being done to us by the by the Japanese, the Chinese, the South or North Koreans, etc. No. Yahweh is allowing all these things to happen to us because of our disobedience. Uh, the the Judeo Christians do not want to accept this fact. Okay? that Yahweh punishes his own people for their disobedience. Because why? Because they believe the law has been done away with. No greater delusion has ever come upon our people than that idea that the law has been done away with. Satan is using this to extreme effect among those who are not, no longer faithful, even though they should be. Okay. This, the consequences for ignoring God's law, says Danny. This is why it is so important to understand the exact meaning of the horsemen of apocalypse and other events to be nothing more than what happens to us for ignoring God's laws. They are one in the... Oh, sorry. Uh, I lost my place. My page jumped. Here we go. They are one and the same of the curses... Detailed in Leviticus 26 and Deuteronomy 28, absolutely. In Deuteronomy 29, Moses wrote about the plagues and curses of the law and the result of disobedience to God's law. Verse 21 reads, And the Lord shall separate him, the one doing evil unto evil, out of all the tribes of Israel, according to all the curses of the covenant that are written in this book of law. Okay, so right here I need to interject because the Judeo-Christians falsely say that the law is a curse, that that's what Paul is saying in Galatians and Romans. No, he's not saying the law is a curse. The curse of the law is the punishment that you have to endure for disobeying the law. It's only common sense, right? So these Judeos have totally warped the translation and interpretation of these verses to imply that the law is a curse. No, it's not. Yeah, uh, uh, do any of these Judeo-Christians, Michael, when they got get caught speeding or cause an accident by being uh, you know, uh, unobservant of what's going on, do they escape punishment from the law? No. Nope. <laughs> nope, they don't. Curses. 
the, the long arm of the law has grabbed me and I made a mistake and now I've got to pay, right? Well, that's because you, you have violated Yahweh's laws too. Maybe not in that instance, but Yahweh is making sure you get punished for your disobedience through these various incidents in your life, okay? You have to accept that as a fact. Please, oh, I'm sorry, I was reading, <laughs> okay? This this is the same book that kings were instructed to handwrite when they ascended to the throne. It showed the importance of the king knowing what the law said and how he should keep it to heart and apply it honestly. Early on in the book of Revelation, the importance of the law is revealed. The king the book is about is Jesus is the only one truly able to open the seals of the book and apply them tempered by honest judgment and true love. The words book of the law is mentioned in 22 different chapters of the old scripture and is even mentioned by that name in the new scriptures. The, the importance, the importance of these scriptures cannot be overstated. Okay. So <clears throat> and, uh, 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 Jeremiah 30, and he has a bunch of bullet points here. The word that came to Jeremiah from Yahweh saying, verse 2, write the words that I have spoken in a book. Uh, bullet point number 3, Jeremiah then speaks of a second captivity of Israel and Judah. God tells him, Jeremiah his people, once free from ancient Babylon, would once again go into full captivity. And we are in that state today. After centuries of being free from uh, Babylonian rule, uh, although the Roman Catholic Church continued Babylonian rule over us in the Middle Ages, but the Protestant Reformation uh, actually freed us from that version of Babylonian rule. But we're under that heel again. Okay, Virtually every Israelite on the face of the earth is now captive to Mystery Babylon. Doesn't know it. Needs to wake up to it. All right. It will be after they have been gathered to the land of their fathers. Return in scripture does not necessarily mean to the point of beginning or to that same. Uh, well, in Joshua, we are told wherever the Israelites set their foot, their feet, that is our, our land. OK, he has guaranteed us that it can mean returning in type or to a land envisioned as theirs or destined to be theirs from the beginning. The only gathering of all tribes, initially the ten tribes, to one free and shared free land was when they were regathered on this land, the North American continent, and of course is America. But nevertheless, all twelve tribes still live in Europe and in South Africa, Australia, Canada, etc. But there's only one nation that has all twelve tribes living within its boundaries, and that is the United States. Next point, this second captivity is the antitype of the original Babylonian captivity. It is even called by the name Babylon. More precisely, it is called Mystery Babylon. Thank you very much. Verse 5, a day of trembling and fear. Verse 6, a day when men holding their loins as a woman in travail. Ouch! (laughs) Verse 7, Jeremiah calls it the time of Jacob's trouble. I believe it's Daniel. Maybe they both do. Secondly, Jeremiah promises deliverance and brings the same message given in Revelation. Verse 8, 
God says he will break the yoke on Israel. <clears throat> Michael, I seem to have lost. Which chapter of Revelation are we talking about here in this document? Uh, oh, okay. He, Jeremiah. I'm sorry. He's talking about Jeremiah 30. Okay. Yeah. I, I lost that in context here. Okay. Verse 8. God says he will break the yoke on, on Israel's neck. This refers to the yoke of Edom. See Genesis 27:40. Once the birthright was given to Jacob, it gave him dominion over his brother Esau. Verse 40 tells us that Jacob's yoke would be broken and Esau would in fact have dominion over his brother Jacob. You know, we have talked about this many times. That occurred when the Edomites in the person of the Jewish bankers in Europe took over all of the European principalities and nations with their banking operations, and we have been under the yoke of Edom ever since that day. That ended, that occurred at the Battle of Waterloo, 1815. Next point, the day in which Edom finally locks the yoke upon Israel's neck began when our 390 years ended. It will end once the final 42 months spoke of in Re- Revelation takes place, and he has, in this document, has placed it around the year 2027. It is a time which Jeremiah calls Jacob's trouble. Verse 10, God promises deliverance. Jacob's turning and being at rest and quiet with none making him afraid. Ultimately, we will achieve that, but not until the kingdom comes. Next point, he reminds us how our lovers have forsaken us. Right, the the world has abandoned white Israel, has it not? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, but, it is. But and, who are? And us, go ahead. And yeah. and we that are in this faith, we are pretty long in this in this world because it's also said that that Yeshua Messiah took us out of this world. That is why the world hate us. That's right. That's right. And now everybody is blaming us for colonialism, for uh, you know slavery for not, not wanting to become transgender, right? For for uh, drink for drinking real beer instead of uh, a, a Jew brew called Bud Light, right? Or, or, or queer beer. That's I like that even better. Queer beer. We're supposed to drink queer beer, not real beer, all right? Has that been going on in your country too, Michael? Yeah. <laughs> I don't follow along so much in the media, so I don't really, really see it so much. But right. I, I would imagine because Sweden always follows along, always follows along. Like a, it's like an, uh, it's like right. an, uh, it's place on its own because yes. they always want to be the best, always want to be the most uh, techno- technological. Why don't we have any cash here? Because oh look, we have all this new technology that will lead us to hell. But what the hell? I have a good time. Oh, it's easy right. for me. It is convenience. It's the word of convenience that leads yeah. you to hell. Well, you can scratch Bud Light off the list of intoxicating beverages that call our cause our men to fall down drunk on, be, on behalf of bail, right? <laughs> Check one off the, the list. But uh, as I said on Friday night's Yahweh's Covenant People, the corporation that owns Bud Light owns about 100 other brands of beer, including... I think Corona, all kinds of brands of beer. There's at least 30 or 40 other brands that that one corporation owns. So if you want to disengage from that corporation, 
uh, listen to my show, Yahweh's Covenant People, because I listed uh, at least 20 or 30 other brands of beer that they own. Okay, so it's not just Bud Light. Let's continue. He reminds us how our lovers have forsaken us. Lovers in the scripture are those who Israel commits adultery with. They are governments or peoples because uh, these invading uh, armies of Muslims are raping our women as we speak in all the countries of Europe except possibly Hungary. I think. Yeah, and, maybe Iceland a bit. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, these are our lovers, the lovers of the Israelites who think, oh, so, well, we, we have to blend ourselves into one race of people as the Jews want us to, right? What's her name? Barbara, Barbara Lerner Spector said, Europe must become multicultural, don't you know? We, we Jews will be resented for this. Yes, you will. As yes, we wake they up, will. yes, and did it here in Sweden. What, what in the earth, green earth, does she does up here? Yeah, right. Who the hell is she <laughs> to tell Swedes what how <laughs> that they should be multicultural, right? Yeah, exactly. But can she go to it's a lie and do the same preaching about being into into Israel? Well, they already are, <laughs> right? They're already oh, multi. They're, they're the head of the multicultural church, right? Absolutely. But Yahshua said, no one comes to the Father but through me. So they're all being encouraged to abandon Yahshua and go with the multi-culti church. That's what's going on, folks. Okay. He continues, this is clearly revealed in Ezekiel 16 and 23. The seven governments of man are the lovers, and in the end, each and every one of them fail just as we are witnessing in the one now falling before our eyes, the United States of America. Yeah, I agree. As we, uh, the United States, as we know it now, will fail. It will be replaced by the kingdom. Verse 18, God promises once again deliverance and mercy. Boy, do we need that. Finally, like a whirlwind, God promises pain upon the wicked. It is the day of the final destruction of the wicked, as promised in Malachi and Obadiah. Hint, that is you people who seek to shut the mouths of Christians and destroy our God. It is your mouths which will be clothed in silence forevermore. Remember, you lose. This comes at the end of Jacob's trouble. It comes at the end of God's great week. It comes in the form of the final jubilee. It is time of our final deliverance. You want to pick it up from Ezekiel 2.9, Michael? Yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, Ezekiel 2.9, verse 9, once again, introduces the book of Ezekiel. In chapter 3, he is told to go and speak to the house of Israel. He calls Ezekiel to eat the book. Ezekiel says it is sweet in his mouth, just as John says about the book. The angel hands him in Revelations, verses, verses, uh, chapter 10, verses 9 to 10. Here again, we have ample proof the book is the book of the law. Job referred to it as more necessary than food. David says it is the sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. In Revelation 10, it is sweet in the mouth but bitter in the belly. Mm. Yeah, because I guess we realize that we have been lied to. Amen. Boy, have we been lied to. <laughs> 
Every Man. every fraternity is lying to us. Every news program is lying to us. Everything that's owned by the international Jew is nothing but lies. It's quite amazing, folks. It is literally amazing that it has come to this. Back to you. Thank you. So, Ezekiel mm-hmm. continues in chapter 3 to reveal who he is sent to, the house of Israel. He also told Ezekiel they would not listen. <laughs> yeah, like today. In that right. chapter, we find information very uh, pertinent uh, to the final judgment coming to the house of Israel. Ezekiel is to take a um, skillet and place a tile in it. The tile is Jerusalem, and the prophecy Ezekiel is about to reveal um, accurately uh, portrays the destruction of Jerusalem's years and years in the future. Ezekiel was told to lay on one side for 40 days for Judah. Ezekiel was told to lay on his side, other side, 390 days for Israel, the 10 tribes. Ezekiel was uh, told each day would represent one year. Um, Judah, Jerusalem, was completely destroyed in 70 AD. That was exactly 40 years after the Olivet uh, discourse when Jesus said, quote, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her broad under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left to your desolate. Okay. And of Is not the city of Jerusalem still desolate even today? Yeah, it is. Constant violence, constant war uh, with uh, the Israelis lobbing bombs and rockets uh, at at the Palestinians and the Palestinians, Philistines, I almost said, uh, lobbing uh, hand grenades and rocks over the wall that the Jews created between themselves and the Palestinians, right? There will never be any peace in that place. Never. And, and uh, the prophecy in uh, Jeremiah, I'm sorry, in uh, Matthew 23 says, you will not have peace until you say in your hearts or, or announce to the world that I, Yahshua Messiah, am the true God. And that will never happen as long as the Jews live there. Never. Okay, we have about 10 minutes left. If we don't finish today, I know that uh, Danny, I visited Danny a week ago, uh, last uh, Friday, and I know he's working on another segment. So uh, if we don't finish this today, we can uh, do TikTok 3 and TikTok 4 next week. So uh, please continue. Um, Ezekiel said that event would be assigned to Israel, the ten tribes. In other words, the events fulfilled the prophecy about Judah would scream, Israel, your destruction is just as certain. Look, see what happened to Judah. Your judgment day will be just as certain as the 40 years prophecy. Doubt it not and beware. The ten tribes have never been a cohesive cor- uh, corporate unit until gathered to this uh, um, co- continent and uh, solidified by the Mayflower Compact of uh, uh, 1620 AD. That event started the clock ticking on the United States of America 
2010 began the final destruction of the United States and the countdown of Jacob's trouble, the final 42 month. Um, study vs. causal reading. There is a difference between causal reading and study. Some of the Bible makes interesting reading. It is the factual and historical record given of things uh, in the past. Prophecy and deeper studies are not for everyone. The little book mentioned in the passage we are looking at necessarily requires a bit of searching through the scriptures so we would know exactly what it was talking about and why it is important. Uh, what is um, presented thus far can be used as reference for jumping off into the depth. It is not causal reading. It is an outline of things not to be missed. It is uh, not meant to be all-inclusive, but rather enough information to tell you exactly what the references in Revelations is talking about. By this point, the reader should have uh, several things firmly fixed in their understanding. The book of Revelations is about Jesus being revealed in the one office of Christ, not yet fulfilled, King. It is about the kingdom of this world, which will will be turned over to him. They, they, about, won't, they won't do that willingly. No. <laughs> That's going to be done be with, war. with great violence, absolutely. Yes. And it is about the law of God and that law being internal. The law was codified for mankind. The writings of the law was not the beginning of the law. The laws are principles with certain and expected consequences when they are ignored. The uh, codification was merely the whiteboard upon which they were written for mankind as a teaching tool. The laws are our schoolmasters to bring us to Jesus Christ. It brought us to uh, Calvary. Uh, and now it is bringing us to the actualization of the kingdoms of this world, uh, being turned over to their rightful and eternal king. Revelation tells us what happens to us under the reign of man-made kingdoms. It tells us the certain consequence of putting our faith in the government, kingdoms of man, and that they will ultimately fail in the uh, vernacular of the scripture, it likens that failure to be abandonment of our lovers. Anybody yeah, out he, there still in love with Donald Trump? No, he was imposter. <laughs> He's Jewish. Yeah, he started he by fast tracking the jab. He started COVID. He's responsible for it while he was president. Sorry to say. Yes, okay. he is. Not our so, friend. Yep. P please continue. Revelation tell us. There is a little of these kingdoms. Seven and speaks of the days of man prohibition, one and twenty jubilee cycles, or six one thousand years days. Revelation speaks of the return of Jesus the Christ and the um, coronation ceremony where the kingdoms of this world are turned over to him as the final and eternal king. Amen. Amen. Finally, The book of Revelation tells us exactly what qualifies us for the kingdom. This will be discussed in more detail later. But just to warn you, it is going to require you to strip naked and get brutally honest. 
or look in the mirror. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, well, as Paul said, uh, study to show thyself approved. That, that, yeah. that admonition is not just for the pastors or the preachers. It's for all Christian Israel. We must study the scriptures to show ourselves approved. Back to you. Yeah, and Judeo-Christians are not making it at this time. No, they're not. They're not making it at all. They're not hitting the mark. <laughs> okay. So, we, uh, the two witnesses. Returning to Revelation 9, the fifth angel has sounded. The locusts have been released from the pit. This is the first great woe. They are the cause of our economic collapse and will be the cause of great pain and sufferings on those who do not have the mark of God upon their forehead. That's right. They have a king, master or director over them called uh, Abaddon or uh, Apu. Apollyon, Apollyon, otherwise known Apollyon. as the International Jew Mystery Babylon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the account, the first row or fifth trump, the sixth angel blows his trumpet and announces the sixth event, or also called the second woe. This phase is the war phase previously discussed. What is interesting about the sixth event is this. Within the uh, parameters of sixth event, the seventh trump is already beginning to be heard. Uh, true believers are hearing that sound right now. They understand Jesus is about to return. And more and more, uh, you will hear one say unashamedly and openly, quote, it has to be getting close, end of quote. Or, quote, how can you not see Jesus is about to return, end of quote. And other things showing that many are awakening to exactly where we are in the prophetics of the Christian Bible. What they are seeing and hearing is Gabriel practicing his note. He is warming up. (laughs) The actual seventh trump does not happen until the scenario of the two witnesses is finished. Da-da-da-da-da! Charge! (laughs) Right? The war is on, folks. Uh, we might get this all in. Please continue. Um, in order to understand the passage, chapter 11, about the two witnesses, it is absolutely imperative that the reader understand who these witnesses are. So many articles have been written about them, that there is absolutely no way any one person could possibly know them all, nor could they know the logic behind why the individual authors fell, feel uh, they know they are correct. The Bible tells us exactly who they are. It says it in plain decorative statement, yet even when presented with a passage that says so, many will deny what it says and walk away unbelieving. Why is it so many Christians have so much trouble believing something they are shown in black and white? They do so because they have simply been blinded and deceived about the actual identity of the witnesses. They are deceived in their seminaries. They are deceived in their churches. They are deceived for the exact reason detail in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 to 12, because they love not the truth. Right. Next. 
TikTok, TikTok, part four, the two witnesses. Until then, may the Lord God of Israel make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May he lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Amen. Peace? What's that? <laughs> There's no peace in this world. However, when we obey Yahweh's laws, he protects us and he guarantees that we will survive whatever tribulation and trial that we are going through personally and collectively as true Israel, okay? This is the, the true word of Scripture. Rely on that, folks. The word of Yahweh is true, and the words of men are always lacking and failing. So thank you, Brother Danny, for this witness of the book of Revelation and Jeremiah. Praise Yahweh, pass the ammunition. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, Michael. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.